baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. It's awesome. I feel like a little kid. Tell you what, man, he's a human calculator. (laughs) I think somebody did a little pregame research. I love that. I love his calls. (laughs) But isn't that awesome that you feel like a little kid, even though this has sort of become kind of routine? It's still exciting. I I had a a dear friend over last night. Uh, My two daughters, my mom was there. Uh, One of my daughter's boyfriends was there. I was jumping up and down on knees that don't work. <laughs> and I didn't care. I was in pain, but I was so happy I couldn't feel it. Well, it's the Super Bowl. If you get injured here, you're at the end of the season, so you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least you weren't the 49ers. There's no offseason in radio, Dan. Well, at least you weren't the 49ers player who was jumping up and down and looked like he tore his Achilles on the oh, field. He did. He did. He did tear it. Oh, yeah. In that right celebration. Uh, I don't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, they later said he tore his Achilles tendon jumping up and down celebrating. His name is out for next year now. Mm. Out for next year. Naga, not going to work Tony here anymore. out for next year's. Uh, he's from Appalachian State. I mean, four Super Bowls in five years, winning three of them. We were jumping on my buddy's couch That's... like kids jumping on the bed. With Tom <laughs> Cruise on Oprah? Yesterday. I mean, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I hope his couch is okay. Were you like Tom Cruise on Oprah? Uh, yeah, kind of like, yeah, minus the, uh, the prescription drugs, I think. <laughs> wow. Uh, did not see that coming. A uh, number of school districts have already canceled class for Wednesday, and a number of school districts that had said we're canceled, oh, wait, no, we're back in session, oh, wait, no, now we're not. Uh, that includes you, Blue Valley, DeSoto, Olathe, and others. Um, here are the districts that are not in session on Wednesday for the parade. Casey Moe. Independence, Lee Summit, North Kansas City, Harrisonville, Shawnee Mission, KCK, Blue Springs, Raytown, Park Hill, it's everybody, uh, Raymore Peculiar, Grain Valley, Hickman Mills, Liberty, Leavenworth, Baser Linwood, Olathe, DeSoto, and Blue Valley have all canceled classes for Wednesday. Kids, if you want to get school canceled, get a hold of Scott Parks no, and make it happen. I had nothing to do with it. This is this is all Don't them. Complain about it on the radio. And then next thing you know, you don't have to go to class. <laughs> Call Uncle Scotty. He'll take care of it. <laughs> and the select few kids that are going to be left in class on Wednesday, we are sorry. I mean, enjoy your movie day. I, 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 I lost count last night, A, uh, how many years I shaved off my life from pure anxiety and nervousness, <laughs> but also how many times I looked up at the ceiling of my house and I said, never in a million years, never in a million years would I think I would live in this town where the football team that I dearly love became a dynasty. So what big city in the Midwest? When people think of like a big city in the Midwest, what city comes to mind? Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. St. Louis. What, is, this, is this the point where Kansas City replaces those cities so people want to make movies here? You remember all those great 80s movies, John Hughes? They were always took place in Chicago. Yeah, Breakfast Ferris Club. Bueller's Day Off, the, the, the scene to twist and shout downtown. Breakfast what if, Club. Yeah. What if, what if Kansas City becomes that? Well, there's been I think a could. great investment in the film and television industry over the recent years. And, and now I do believe that recently uh, Jeff City did pass uh, the, uh, the, the, the tax incentives 
So you're going to start seeing even more. But, but the and two, of course, with got, well, sorry, go ahead. Dan, oh, sorry. I'm just going to say with the Chiefs, with Mahomes and Kelsey, you know, doing all of their production here for all of their commercial endeavors. There, there, there's been a lot of work in in that world. Is that true? Do they shoot like when when uh, Patrick Mahomes is in a commercial? Those are shot in Kansas City. They are. I really? think the one where they're doing the Mahomes and Auto one, you know, at the at the football stadium. Yeah. I think that's at one of the local really high school. Like, stadiums. what about the State Farm commercials when they're in a diner and uh, Coach Reed's like, "Give me my nuggies." Yeah, well, those... that was over at High Boy. No over kidding. There. Those are Kansas City nuggies. Yeah, that was at High Boy over at um, uh, Forty Highway in and, Independence. Uh, yeah, they should advertise that the Andy Reed special with nuggies. Yeah, quite a lot of film and television commercial production going huh. on here in Kansas City because of well, these gentlemen. But, but the problem is we want, we want them to come visit, but we want them to go home. <laughs> I, I don't want, I, honest to God, I don't want this town to get any bigger. You don't want you don't want a country recording studio to suddenly pop up here? And, no, I don't. Well, I guess not country anymore, right, Sam? You mean bro country? <laughs> Anything with a high hat. Touch a nerve here. (laughs) I would throw out that it would be difficult to increase the size of Kansas City too rapidly because you would have to have massive investment in housing. You know, we already don't have enough of that. And and so there you go. We're kind of in a good sort of another nerve. Thanks, Dan. (laughs) One one segment. Keep in mind this. You can trigger this guy with a hair trigger. Okay. All right. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't take much. From the text line, all those poor Catholic school kids are still going to be in class on yep, Wednesday. It's Ash Wednesday. Can't exactly postpone Ash Wednesday. That's right. That's right. Come on, let them come in, get a little ash on their forehead, and go downtown. Seriously, what more do they need to learn about Jesus? Let's get a little cross on our forehead and let's head downtown. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying the Chiefs are more important than Jesus. But maybe on Wednesday they are. I did not say that, Mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Mom, I beg your pardon. And God, I beg your forgiveness. 913-586-7798. Uh, Bob Fesco from Fes- uh, Fesco in the Morning from Six Ten Sports joins us in just a moment. And George Guastello, the CEO of Union Station, where this huge parade will end on Wednesday. And the preparations, what they do behind the scenes. By the way, you'll find him fascinating. Everything down to the landscaping in front of Union Station is meticulously taken care of. If there is a dead leaf, it gets clipped. The city's got to look perfect on Wednesday because the nation is watching. If there's a drunken guy that crosses the barrier, it gets clipped. (laughs) 913-586-7798. Jesse Reed, Commander Jesse Reed joining us in studio, filling in for Dana Wright, Sam Stevie III. My name's Scott here on KMBZ. Standing, waiting for the go sign from Butker. Townsend looks back at Butker as well. Chiefs trying to get three out of this drive. Butker's kick is up, and it's good, and the Chiefs are on the board. Mm. To live in Kansas City. Uh, Bob Fesco from Fesco in the Morning on 610 Sports joining us on the KMZ Hotline. Bob, wow. Well, I I was just going to say that highlight is very fitting of me, a field goal to make it 10 to 3. Great. Fabulous, wonderful. I mean, I, I would have thought you would have played the game-winning touchdown, Scott. I'm coming on the show. Get excited. <laughs> McKinnon is in at running back. First down and goal to go. Play action fake. Right side throw. Touchdown! Kansas 
Hurts on the right side. A three-yard touchdown pass in overtime. Ah, what a great time to live in this town. Let's go to the hotline now and bring in Bob Fesco from 610 Sports. Fesco in the morning. Hello, Bob. Hey, heck of an intro right there. The <laughs> final play of the game. The Chiefs win back-to-back <laughs> championships. It is so good. You dictate the, the, the excellency, not the excellency, the quality of your guests by the highlight play. Bob Fesco, three points that makes it 10-3. to three. <laughs> Perfect, Scott. It really is. Like, I'm just like, Chiefs if I was board. a highlight in that game, I am a field goal to cut it to 10 to 3. And Perfect. the Chiefs are on the board. Let's go to Bob Fesco from 610 Sports. <laughs> I mean, it, it is absolutely wonderful. I love you, my friend. How you doing? You good? Oh, it, man. Uh, I mean, so you, you said Kansas City exciting and all that. And, and I'm going to tell the story on my show tomorrow. So I'm going to give you a little sneak preview of this. I talked to an 87-year-old man at the J today as I was getting ready for my uh, for my post-show workout, and he kind of had like these tears in his eyes, and he goes, I never thought I'd see this. This is, this is unbelievable. He goes, I remember one time I was in high school, and I was playing a football championship game uh, against one of the Catholic schools in town, and we lost. So that was the closest I ever got to a parade. And now here we are with three in the last five years. He goes, this used to be a cow town. This is unbelievable. And to, to get that perspective from a dude who's 87 years old and mm. just killed his workout upstairs, puts it into perspective what we're living in right now. Because I still think, you know, as much as we're winning, some people take this for granted, and this is not to be taken for granted. 100%. 100%. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm drilling into my kids, too, is – that don't take this for granted. Just like Scott said earlier, take keep a journal of this. Get a journal. Yep. Um, because this window will, I mean, you know, you hope that our, our team maintains the same level of excellence, even as the superstars we have now move on someday. But um, this is really something special. You know, it is. And, and, you know, and I learned it from my dad, you know, back in 1986, when we were watching the Giants as I was growing up in New Jersey, he always used to say to me, you know, during that season, don't take this for granted. It doesn't happen every year. And I looked at it like, whatever, old man, like, you don't know what you're talking about, right? Because I'm eight and I know everything. <laughs> and and he was right. It was like the best sports advice ever, because if, if you start like acting like this is normal and start taking this for granted and don't appreciate it every day before you know it, you're going to wake up and you know, you're going to have like you know, Savvy Pascatelli playing quarterback for you or whatever that guy's name was. So <laughs> it just it just gets to the point where you've got to embrace this, enjoy every game, you know, and, and enjoy the wins. Bill Self told me one time, he goes, I spend too much time fretting over the losses and I don't enjoy the wins enough. And I'm like, you got to. You've got to enjoy these wins. I remember when the Royals won the World Series. I'm standing in the dugout at 2.30 in the morning with Dayton Moore after they won. And I was like, do you understand what you just accomplished? He's like, not really. I'm like, God, you guys got to enjoy these wins. These guys spend so much time working and, and trying to strive for success, and then they don't enjoy the success. So I hope all the fans are enjoying it. Yeah, this. that's why it's so great about the parade. And I'll admit, the last couple of years that we had these parades, you know, it's a, it's a big logistical nightmare to get down there, and you're kind of like, oh, man, is this going to be worth the effort? And then I never regretted it. You get down there, and you just get lost with all your fellow, uh, you know, citizens of Kansas City, and, and the bus goes by, and you see these these guys on the top of the bus – and you just get kind of like just mixed up in it, and um, it, it was it was always worth the effort. So for anyone who hasn't been to one of these parades, you know, if it seems like it's going to be kind of a big deal and a logistical nightmare for you, just do it. It, it you won't regret it. You'll make an amazing yeah. memory. Yeah, and, and the other thing is too, like you know, I, I guess all the schools are starting to cancel right now. But if your district hasn't canceled and you want to take your kid, call them in sick. They're going to have more of an experience for life than they're going to learn in the classroom that day anyway, because nobody's going to be there.
Absolutely, and I'm one, and I'm with you on that, and I'm the first person to say, hey, you need to go to school. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I usually am too, but yeah. but I've realized since post COVID, like life experiences matter more than anything. Amen. Absolutely, uh, Bob. Bob, there's no question that we're now living in in a time where we have a Chiefs dynasty. How long do you predict that this is going to last? Well, as long as Patrick Mahomes is here. I mean, and, and that's really what it's about. I know Andy Reid's probably going to go another five years. All these these rumors that Mike Florio, pro, pro football talk, and the rest of the trolls out there have been trying to start. We've been telling people for about a month now, I expect Andy Reid to sign an extension and probably be here for another five years. And so I, I would hope in the next five years, maybe they win two more together, you know? And, and, and is that being greedy? I don't know. I would say five in the next five is being greedy. But if they can win two more in the next five years, they can three-peat this thing. I mean, it, it, it's going to be one of those where nobody can touch them. If they win the Super Bowl a year from today, you know, when when Super Bowl 59 is in New Orleans, whatever date that is, if they win that thing and win three straight and three-peat and become the first team in NFL history to do it, they'll be looked at as the greatest team in NFL history. And I, I think they're trending that way anyway because they do have the best quarterback-coach combination that has ever lived. And I know people would want to argue Bill Belichick on that. But he's a defensive guy. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes literally are tied at the hip. They share a brain, and they do everything together. And so when you have that kind of relationship with your head coach and, and quarterback, you know they, they can work so well together. The sky's the limit. There, there's going to be pieces that change. Chris Jones may sign somewhere else where this offseason as a free agent. Legereus Sneed may do that. But we also have a Hall of Fame general manager in Brett Veach, and, and, and this guy's drafted circles around the rest of the National Football League and making people look stupid on a daily basis. You just mentioned the draft. What is the Chiefs' biggest need going into the draft? Yeah, I think it's, it's either going to be offensive tackle or wide receiver. I, I still think they need to upgrade at that left tackle position. I, I think also, too, the wide receiver spot is going to be one that everybody wants to talk about. But, I mean, Rasheed Rice really stepped it up and played well Absolutely. this year. But they still need to add more, you know, at that position. But they're in a spot now where at number 32, you don't, you don't, you don't really have a true need that you have to go and, and take somebody who's not a good fit for your team. The Chiefs have always done a really good job of just taking, you know, the best available player at that spot. And when you pick 32, it's like you're picking in the second round anyway there's usually 15 to 18 true first round talents and so you know we'll, we'll see what they do but I, I think it's wide open I think you can go offensive line I think you can go wide receiver I think you could probably depending on what happens with Chris Jones maybe you need a you know a new defensive tackle uh, yeah. you know in, in, with, with that first pick so uh, the sky's the limit right now and if Brett Veach wants to draft you know Scott Parks at number 32 I'm gonna I'm gonna champion <laughs> that pick Amen. because Brett Veach everything he touches turns to gold I will, I mean, sign, I will sign that contract Bob do you think I'm we're sure I would too Bob, do you think we're in the Belichick-Brady era where now, regardless, as long as those two people are there, it doesn't matter who the supporting cast is, we'll figure out some way to make it work? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's really where we are right now. And, and I think we show that. I mean, look, they traded the franchise's best wide receiver of all time yep. two years ago. And one of those picks they got back in return, they got Trent McDuffie, who's going to be a Hall of Famer himself, and they've won two Super Bowls. So I, I, I think, you know, as, as long as Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and to an extent Travis Kelsey, you know, kind of the, that core three kind of remain intact. I'd love to keep Chris Jones, but he's got goofballs for agents, and they may see big dollars in Carolina. I think that's the right move to go take a lot of money and become an irrelevant human, but that's fine, whatever. Um, but, but I think as long as you've got, you know, Andy Reid and, and, and Patrick Mahomes and, and Brett Veach, you know, with, with the picks and Steve Spagnolo as the defensive coordinator who's a Hall of Famer now and Matt Nagy as their offensive coordinator, like, this thing is humming right now, man. Speaking of new contracts, does Brock Purdy even step on a field without a new contract next season? Well, I was listening to our sister station in San Francisco when I got off the air this morning just to hear their tears, and they're on there going, I don't even know if we should extend Brock Purdy right now. I don't even know if he's the answer to that question. And 
I, I say this, look, th- th- there's only one Patrick Mahomes. Everybody's like, oh, we got to find the new Patrick Mahomes. You're going to spend 100 years in the desert looking for water because that ain't happening. So you've got to try to find a, a quarterback that you think can lead your team. And it, it, is Brock Purdy the next Patrick Mahomes? No, nobody's the next Patrick Mahomes. But do you think Brock Purdy's good enough to win you a Super Bowl? I, I thought he played pretty good yesterday. I mean, the, the Chiefs did a great job of eliminating Christian McCaffrey, who had his lo- lowest yards per carry since he's been a San Francisco 49er against this Chiefs defense. And so, you know, I, I thought Brock Purdy was just fine. But I, I think people get in the wrong mindset if they got to find the next Patrick Mahomes and they spend 10 years looking for a 10 when they've got an 8 right there that would have been just good enough to get you to this level every single year. Now, you got to play great in the, in the Super Bowl to win the Super Bowl, and Mahomes seemingly does that. But these are rare, 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 rare talents. Like Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, guys like that, come on now. You're out there looking for that next guy. You're wasting all your time, and you're probably passing up some pretty good quarterbacks. Incredible stat from last night, George Kittle, two receptions, four yards. Shut down. Yeah, I mean, good Lord. Taylor Swift got more time than he did, right? I mean, and I'm sure Tony Dungy was ticked about that, but – George Kittle, I mean, that's a tribute to, to the defense of, of the Chiefs and the way that they go out there and play, right? Like, they're, they're just unbelievable. They know how to take away the best players. They didn't really take away Christian McCaffrey, but they limited them, and that's all you can hope for. The George Kittle, they took away him, and, like, Debo Samuel and, and Brandon Ayuk, I think the three of them combined had, like, eight catches for 84 yards in a game that was five quarters long. So, mm. I mean, th- this Chiefs defense is why they won the football game and why they're Super Bowl champions again. Bob Fesco from Fesco in the Morning on our sister station. 610 Sports, thank you for your time and all of your knowledge. We do appreciate it, and uh, have a wonderful evening. Tell the, tell your wife I said hello. I, I will do that, Scott. She's sitting right here, and she sends her love to you. Thank you. Love you, uh, love you <laughs> too, Jen. Be good. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> all right, be good, both. Uh, George Guastella, the CEO of Union Station, where this parade on Wednesday will end, joins us next in studio in just a moment here on Dana and Parks. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, welcome back. It is good to be with you. We are uh, less than 48 hours away from the next. It's almost getting boring, isn't it? (laughs) Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade that will end at Union Station sometime in the early afternoon hours of Wednesday afternoon. And George Guastello, the CEO of Union Station, joining us in studio You've got to be getting sick of this. No, there's nothing better. This is exciting. This is the time we've lived for all of our lives. And it is that moment. It's going to be on Valentine's Day and Ash Wednesday. Now, if there are any priests in the audience, you know, if they want to come down and uh, give ashes out, we'll be more than Maybe happy. throw some blessings out on right, the crowd of right. 850,000 to 1 million people. It could be bigger. Uh, with this weather, who knows what we'll get. Well, what's the high temperature? On, it's like in the 60s or 50s, isn't it? Yeah. How are you guys preparing for this? Um, a lot of oxygen and <laughs> a lot of coffee. No, it, it's it sixty one on sixty one and sunny on Wednesday. Right, it's not our first rodeo. 
you know, we've done the NFL draft. We've done multiple parades. So we're ready for it. Police department's ready for it. Fire department's ready for it. The mayor's ready for it. Everybody's ready for it. And, and we, we, we'll, we'll have a moment that no one will ever forget. We were talking with the KC Sports Commission earlier, and it's just it's a nice problem to have when you have enough Super Bowl parades under your belt in recent memory that you can learn from them and apply them to the next one. Right, and you keep changing it up all yeah. the time. Yeah, Kathy Nelson is the greatest. She she lives on oxygen as well, <laughs> but she won't sleep for some time. We haven't so none of us hardest have slept. working woman in Kansas City, the hardest working and the kindest human being you ever want yeah, to be around until she says no. Let me ask you something. We, we have we have not mentioned this woman's name, but maybe once this afternoon. Mm-hmm. But how much of the Taylor Swift effect do you have to factor in to your planning purposes for the Super Bowl parade this year? Um, do we know if she's going to be there or not? Who knows? Okay. Uh, but I, I can tell you there's always a plan in place for everything. So and you, if she was, would you even tell us right now? No. no, no. <laughs> if she was, I'd be saying, wouldn't you like to do your wedding at Union Station? <laughs> Travis got his ring. You should get yours. Oh, nice. So there you go. But no, uh, there has to be plans in place, and I'm sure there are plans in place. Now, I, re- I remember. I don't, I don't, I don't How's know. that as for a non-answer? That, that was an incredible non-answer. Well done. <laughs> Good. Thank um, you. But you are planning for her to be there, are you not? I think you have to plan for anybody of that stature if they choose to come to Kansas City. How many people are you really expecting on Wednesday? Kathy said today at the news conference, a million people. Jeez. How do you get a million people in a metro of 2.5 million Mm -hmm. into downtown? Uh, Challenging, but you'll see how it happens. Remember, they count that all the way from... Sixth and Grand, all the way to Union Station. So the biggest crowd is right in front of Union Station on the grounds of Liberty Memorial. But you've got all that. You've got almost, what, probably two miles as they march? So that's how the police figure it out. But it's always great to to throw those big numbers out. But it will be huge. But people need to follow the rules. It's a family experience. Get up early. Get ready. Have all your plans. Get there earlier. We will be opening up our parking garage, that special gold right parking right next to us, all 1,400 seats, uh, parking spots at 12 midnight. So if if you want rock star parking where Taylor Swift will probably park, not really. Wow. <laughs> I like wow. that. Right? If she were to show up. If she, if she were to show up, I'm sure she's going to park you're, in the parking you're garage. You're almost shameless. I, trust me. I've got to pay the utility Now, bills. George, people were showing up at 1201 last time, right? Last year? I mean, uh, they were taking advantage we of that? Weren't, yes, they were, but we weren't letting them into the parking lot. So we're going to allow them in the parking lot. We have um, extra security. We asked them not to barbecue and or try not mm. to start drinking until 8 o'clock in the morning when the bathroom's in the front of the building. you got to make open. this a respectable affair. Right, yeah, yeah. exactly. There, there will be plenty of bathrooms. I am I'm confident sure. of that. We're, but, enc- we're encouraging people not to bring horses this year. <laughs> we are encouraging no horses, and if you really feel sad, wear it depends. So it makes your life easier. <laughs> or, I- oops, I crap my pants. <laughs> From Saturday Night Live. I'm familiar. Yeah. Thank you. So you got the joke. Thank you for getting the joke. I got that. You know, that was really big in the 80s. Yeah. Um, so. so, George, how do you divvy up the responsibility for the entire parade route? Obviously, Union Station has their part. What what place does the World War One Museum play into it? What Once you get kind of further up the parade route, how do you all divvy that out? As well, far as- the manager of this entire project is Kelly O'Neill. Uh, and Kathy Nelson, and they have divided it up. Uh, on my team, it's Nail Hewell, our um, chief financial officer, has done did this exhibit, does the parade, and also did the NFL draft. So 
we know what to do, and we're ready for uh, the worst-case scenario. But more importantly, we're ready for the best-case scenario. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we have to tell people, you know, when we did the Royals Parade, that was a moment in time that we learned so much. We were losing telephone service. We were losing Internet service for all the people. So now you have super cows, which are these giant uh, 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 cellular towers that have already been moved in. So that boosts the cellular time. But even assume that could be a challenge. So no, when you come with your children, have a defined place where you want them to meet. You know, put your name on the inside of their, their jacket to let them know with a telephone number just in case they get lost. Yeah. It's all that stuff. So this is the fourth time you've had to do this in nine years. Mm -hmm. uh, people would say, and I think you alluded to this just a minute ago, why not just dust off the book and do what you did last year? You can't. Why? Because everything changes. You know, everything changes, and you learn from the past, and you make it better for the future. You know, it's a Walt Disney thing. You continue to make it better, and the team is really making it better. You know, we, we had close to 10,000 people this weekend at the Fan Fest. We've never had that before. There is something about this team there's something about this time that has ignited a fuel of pride that I haven't seen before. Is there anything you can share with us about how this experience will be different, or do the people have to come come down to check it out? Well, I don't think Usher's coming, but <laughs> if he was, we'll take Taylor. We'll take Sailor. Uh, you just can't. I can't tell you if Taylor. I'm sure there'll be a lot of Taylor uh, lookalikes. Difference: the parade is starting on Sixth and Grand. It's not going to be down in the um, River Market because of all the construction and the new stadium that's coming and all the people that are living. So that has made some changes to it you're going to experience the stage is already up um the festivities are already the banners up. went up mm, this morning quick. in front of the windows uh, I, I had the great opportunity to be there at one o'clock in the morning when they went up so all of that is planned down to when the trucks come in where the lifts go where the clamps go what needs to go up what needs to go down uh, everybody we have planned for people that are deciding to be spinners in the middle of the street People are there at 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning, standing on their cars with flags, all respected. But it was really fun. And it, it's a time that children and families will never forget. Are, are there any musical acts that are going to be performing? I, and, and I'm not no. looking for you to say Taylor Swift. No, no. But are there any? I remember when you guys did the, um, the NFL draft, you right. had this awesome... 80s uh, retro band right. that performed. Yes. Is there going to be some of that kind of stuff? I have not heard yet from um kelly o'neill i'm sure there will be you know tech nine did it a few years ago yeah just some like so, pre and post yeah, entertainment there will be pre and post entertainment i'm sure if you watch the face a websites and facebook you'll see it but uh we don't believe we'll have any um flying elvi jumping from planes <laughs> onto the stage I, I would imagine fans would expect to see some of our favorite casey celebrities as well that are uh movies actors things like uh, that maybe show you up. better oh, believe it you know <laughs> they're not going to lose so out so paul rudd eric St uh, they're Jason all going to be there i'm sure my name's they'll jesse reed up. right that's right they'll, they'll all be there i can't say if they will or not but i won't Sure. Be surprised if they do show up. All right, hang tight. Can you, you yeah, get yeah, another yeah. segment? Plenty of time. All right, George Westello, the CEO of Union Station, uh, dear friend of the program and just incredible man. Uh, he's going to stick around for another segment. Get an update on what's coming to Union Station oh, yeah. in the next uh, few months or a year or so. And you can fill us in on that? Sure. All right, we'll continue in just a moment here on Dana and Parks. The parade starts at 11 o'clock Wednesday morning. 
Sixth and Grand. Yes. Goes straight south on Grand, ends at Union Station. George Guastello, the CEO of Union Station, joining us in studio. And I remember, and I, I here's what I don't remember. I don't remember if it was last year's parade or when you guys had the NFL draft. But you told me a story that I'll never forget. That you and your staff were walking around at like 3 o'clock in the morning. And you noticed a couple of little hostas out front that didn't look the way you wanted it to look. Right. And you knew that the city was going to be on a national, if not international stage. And you said, we have got to get this fixed. <laughs> yeah. Ruben Diaz went out that's there, right, that's right. dug him up and planted it. But now we have a native pollinator garden, thanks to the NFL, out in front of the station. Have you seen the new giant cutout green KC logo? It's the selfie oh, no. of Kansas City. It's beautiful. you got to come down. I mean, you guys really pay attention to every mm. single detail. It's, I mean, a hosta. Right. It's <laughs> show business. And, you know, I, I always tell people that own a restaurant, if you have a light burnt out at your restaurant, what does that say? Your customers are going to say, do I want to eat here? If they can't even screw in a light bulb. What else so, are they missing? What else are they missing? <laughs> exactly right. So I think it's really important. It's the attention to detail. We have one of the finest teams. They were there last night, 1 o'clock in the morning, talking to people, uh, taking pictures. Um, uh, the uh, rally house was open at 11.30. We're selling product, so it was great. I, I, I drove into downtown uh, Saturday night to go watch uh, Nate Bergazzi at Crazy. Did you, see, did you see the show? No, I couldn't get oh, around there. So downtown funny. was crazy. Yeah, but I was amazed. You're right, it was. It was crazy. Um, it was packed. And I remember, uh, I, I told my date, I said, I can remember a time where you could r ride into downtown Kansas City and there was nobody else here. There and downtown was buzzing. It was bright red. Every building sh showed red, and it was just fascinating. You know, you and I are old enough to remember. Twenty-five years ago, we saved the station exactly for this moment. No one would have ever believed. Amen. That's where we would be today. And, and, and that's the key. And, and the, the sad part is your and I children have no idea of Union Station besides being a great place. Mm -hmm. But you and I know the difference. And it was falling apart. And I remember when you couldn't walk up to it. No. It was all, it was all uh, fenced in. You couldn't mm -hmm. go inside. But now it's a show place. So I think Kansas City did the right thing 25 years Absolutely. ago. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah. And, it? and, George, I travel a lot. Uh -huh. And, and uh, I fly with a lot of pilots, other pilots, uh, for an airline. And they all comment when they come to Kansas City, the layover is down in that area. And they all remember the layover, not for the hotel they stand. They remember it for Union Station in the World War One Museum. Yeah. And it really sticks out. And they remember the restaurants in there. And, I mean, if you're a guy who travels all over the country all the time, this stuff all blurs together. And they remember Kansas City. Every person I've flown with says, that's a great layover. And they're thinking of Union Station. Yeah. They're thinking of the World War One Museum. Uh, you know, we should thank our foremothers and forefathers for doing that. You look up at our Sistine Chapel. And, you know, it's 25 years ago, and most things don't have a 25-year life. Yeah. Yet Union Station looks as good, if not better, than it did when we opened 25 years ago. I think it looks better. And, and it's not tax dollars. It's all earned income. So everybody that comes down and pays for parking and eats at a restaurant, they're leaving a little bit of cash to let us do what we need to do for Kansas City. And just think what we're learning today we will be ready for the World Cup. Very quickly, mm, right? uh, yeah. we're running out of time. Yeah. What do you guys got coming up at Union Station? Well, we're bringing the biggest Kansas City icon back home. 
We're bringing Walt Disney home. Oh, wow. We're one of the very few places in the world that got Disney 100. We open in May. Uh, Mickey Mouse is, will be coming in, all of the characters. So we'll be able to celebrate Kansas City for all about Mickey Mouse. So the tickets are on sale now. I have to promote that. But I think it's going to be another way for us to celebrate the past. you got to think, he and Ub Iwerks were 18 years old when they created Mickey Mouse on 31st Street. Unbelievable. You can't even believe it. So... We're going to tell future generations that animation and illustration is what's it all about in Kansas City. George Westello, Thank the you. CEO of Union Station. I know you've got a busy week. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come visit with us. It means a lot, and I hope all the listeners come down and have a moment in time that they never forget. What a week. Thank you. Oh, man, Bye, it's going to be fun. Appreciate all right, it. we got to run. Commander Jesse Reed. Good friend of the program, former Top Gun pilot. Thanks for coming by. Always a pleasure to Always have you in. Always fun to be here. Thank good, you, George. Our producer, my good friend, Sam Stevie III, the greatest man in these United States. My name is Scott Parks, and God willing, we're back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Have a great night. Be safe, be well, and be good. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 